Blazer fans, welcome back to another episode of the Blazer Victory Podcast, episode number 72. This is your co-host, John Duncan, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Steve Irvine. And Steve, for the first time this year, or this season, our UAB Blazers, was they were able to get the uh, conference road sweep of the week, you know, beating UTSA and UTEP both on the road and actually getting, you know, they beat them at home to in Bartow earlier in the year. So just definitely good to see you know, the Blazers finally get two in a row on the road, right? Yeah, and, you know, there certainly was nothing pretty about either one. Oh, no. (laughs) It was, uh, but, you know, I mean, I think we're at at that stage, the old, you know, survive and advance sort of stage right now, you know, especially with uh, you looking at, you know, UAB trying to make sure to get that uh, double buy or get the buy in the the tournament. Um, So, so they're, uh, you know, there it's it is a it's a true tournament feel right now. So it is a survive in advance, and and all that matters is the win. I mean, you know, you can nitpick right. all you want. And I know there was a lot of nitpicking going on in both those games because they weren't pretty, Mm-mm. and and I don't think they played particularly well either game. But um, they did enough to win, and you know, and did enough to win in, in UTEP at a very tough place to play, and 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 a night when they had a pretty good crowd and. And a vocal crowd and a uh, um, lathered up crowd. Um, <laughs> Did you see uh, at one point during that game they had to stop play because someone spilled a beer on the basketball? <laughs> I did not hear that, but I'm not surprised. Yes, oh. I, I I tell you, I, I I was kidding with somebody the other day. I, I that was one of my favorite trips, and I know that there had to be a sober person in the gym <laughs> when, when I went there, but I don't think I ever saw them. <laughs> uh, but 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 they're great fans yes and I, I mean that kidding i mean but but i mean they're great fans and and um it was always one of my when i was covering them always one of my favorite places to go because i love the fans there and i love the atmosphere and um you know and, and it sounded like they had a good atmosphere you know the other night which um they haven't really had you know every you know every game for sure like they used to right. um but but hey you know, found a way to win and uh, in both games, and and that's really all that matters. I mean, at, at this point, that's that's what matters. Definitely, and UAB improves to uh, twenty-two and seven overall in the season, and twelve and four in conference play, and that does give UAB a one game up on Louisiana Tech in the conference uh, USA West standings, um, because Louisiana Tech had to go to Denton and take on North Texas this past Saturday, and you know, luckily uh, North Texas was able to take care of business. And I say, luckily, it honestly, Steve, it, it kind of hurt a little bit to see, you know, North Texas wrap up the uh, West Division Saturday. But at the same time, you know, it's I mean, we kind of knew after la- uh, the, the previous Saturday once North Texas beat us. And Andy Kennedy even said, you know, post game after the game last week that, hey, this team's probably going to wrap up the regular season in Conference USA now. And that's exactly what they did. But, hey, they did us a favor on beating La Tech and got that game up on LaTeX and you know right now too UAB holds the tiebreaker over Louisiana Tech since UAB was able to defeat you know a few weeks ago Louisiana Tech at Louisiana Tech so it's good to sort of see almost that second seed um insights for UAB still got two more to go and one of those two is going to be Louisiana Tech and Bartow but it's good to see a game up on Louisiana Tech for UAB trying to get that uh, buy into the quarterfinals of the Conference USA tournament yeah, I mean, no doubt it helps, but but you know, bottom line is you got to beat them. To if you beat them, then it doesn't then it doesn't matter. You know, I mean, that's right. Uh, 
you know, if you beat them, then you're in. Yeah, you know, I mean, then you get that number two seed out of the West. And um, so, you know, that's the key. That's the key here. But yeah, I mean, I think that that's, I mean, you always, you always hate to see when somebody else clinches. You know, I mean, I don't care yeah. where you are. It, it, it never, it's never good to see, see that. Uh, but, um, you know, it is what it is. You got to win in, in Frisco. And, and, um, and to do that, you, you got to win out this week to, put yourself in better position to win in Frisco and, and, um, you know, you do that and you're dancing. And I, I'll tell you what, if, if you, if you tell me right now that you get another shot at North Texas, I'm, I'm signing up for that right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cause that means you're playing them in the championship game. And, you know, obviously it's the, each team has a win right now and, and, and each team, and, and they've shown that there's not a whole lot of difference between the two of them, uh, you know, on the same court. And so um, we'll see what happens. Yes, let's try to get that best out of three matchup in Frisco for that uh, Conference USA uh, championship game with the tourney bid on the line. But let's go ahead and kind of jump into these two games this past week, Steve. You know, again, UAB was able to uh, uh, get two W's. UAB defeated UTSA uh, Thursday night 68-56 to and also defeated uh, UTEP in El Paso 69-66. to um, just some things, you know, that I, I, at least observations that I had, you know, coming out of both of these games, and you kind of hit on it earlier, Steve, is that this wasn't the best basketball UAB's played, you know, this season, and both of those games really, really sloppy, and I mean, in particular, the UTEP game, I mean, coming out and turning the ball over like 10 times in the first, or, or nine times in the first 10 minutes of the game on the road in the Don Haskins Center, like, I mean, at that point, we were lucky to only be down by like five or seven points. And, you know, UAB uh, was able to pull out the W, but just look really sloppy. And, and I just haven't seen that to that degree, you know, from this team this year. Yeah. And, and the thing that was kind of unnerving a little bit was was those turnovers were were basically unforced. I mean, yeah, it, was, it, travels, it wasn't like, it wasn't a whole. Yeah, it wasn't a whole lot of, of, of you know. North Texas type defense against you. I mean, it, no. was, it was, you know, just, I just thought it, a lot of it was just sloppy and unforced. And I think part of that is this time of year, you know, you're tired. Um, there's been some, um, you know, you, I don't know, just, it's just, there's some questions that arise about any team at this point, you know, about, you know, can they do this? Can they do that? Um, and, and I just think it's just sort of natural, you know, I, I don't know yeah. that, you know, I mean, that doesn't mean that you can't be worried about it and you can't, you know, that you don't need to take care of it. But I just think it's part of the nature of the beast right now. And, and that's why it's so important to, to keep that mentality of, you know, hey, you got you still got to get better every day. No doubt about that. But you also got to take that mentality of we got to do whatever it takes to win. And if it if it's if it's a game where you don't play that well, you just got to find a way to do it. And that's that to me. That's what was um that that's what the encouraging thing about that that they found ways to do it. I mean, hey, you look at you look at North Texas during the what's made North Texas so good during this conference season is they they're finding ways to win. They don't right. always play pretty. That thing against Louisiana Tech that night wasn't pretty. Oh, yeah, There's nothing pretty about that. But but mm-hmm. they found a way to win. You know when when they uh, um, who was who was it they played before UAB. Um, Oh no! Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, it was FAU. It was at FAU. FAU. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't pretty. <laughs> FAU should have won that, <laughs> right? Yeah, FAU missed a lot of wide open or open layups. I don't know wide open, but you know, but they found ways to win, right. and that's what that's what you 
That's what, that's what good teams do. do. Yeah, that's, that's what, what good, good teams, teams do. And, and they don't always look pretty doing it. Now you would love for them to it. And there's some things that need to be fixed uh, for, for UAB right now going in, going into the last two games and, and the tournament. I mean, you know, there's some things that, 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 you know, they need to shore up on, you know, and, you know, Hey, let's face it. I mean, you watch any of those games, especially the UTEP game. I thought, I thought, you know, jelly, jelly was, I thought he, at, at times he, he took shots that he shouldn't take or, or yeah. did, you know, he had six turnovers in that game, mm-hmm. uh, trying to do a little too much, you know, um, uh, and 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 that's not really a criticism of him, but because he's just trying to do what he you know what he feels like this team needs to do to win. But you know there are times where he just he just did a little too much, just like the North Texas game. There were times where he did a little too much. Right. Um, so you got to do that. You know, one thing I loved last week loved last week was twelve rebounds by Trey Jemison against uh, UT- UTSA. Twelve rebounds by Trey Jemison against yes. UTSA. Yeah, you know, that was huge. I mean, that was that was huge to 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 have that. You know, I thought Buffin made some some nice plays both games. You know, obviously he had that big three in the UTEP game, but you know, mm-hmm. I thought he played solid. You know, solid um, in the two games. That was good to see. You know, uh, I mean, I just think you know, Justin Brown had another uh, big three in the UTEP game. Yes. You know, I mean, there's some things that that you you know, even when it's sloppy. And, and not what you want it to be. There's still some things you sort of can look at and go, okay, well, that was good, you know? And, and so, you know, that's the way you have to look at it. And, you know, I think, um, what was it? The, uh, I think it was a UTEP game. I guess they had what, seven different players hit, hit a three. Yeah. Hit, hit at least one, three. Yeah. Ronji Gordon hit a three, man. He hadn't hit one off. He, he, yeah. he, I saw right when he pulled up for that first three, you sh- you should have seen AK's face. He was like, "Are you kidding me?" But he drilled well, it. He made it, and then he hit two more. Or he tried two more after they missed well, both of them. <laughs> well, yeah, that that was one of those where you go, "Hey, that's a great shot." And I quit you. <laughs> exactly. You know, that's one of that's one of those. But but uh, but you know, but yeah, I don't, Tony Tony had a three. I mean, yes. you know, So I think they had. I think it was what, seven, right? One, two, three. I'm counting. Yeah, well, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, so seven guys hit at least one three. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. You know, um, you know, not again, not that some of those guys to be t- need to be taking many threes, <laughs> but you know, in in the flow of it, you know, maybe um, you know, occasionally when you, when you need it, they they can take it. So, um, you know, that was good. And then and then Jelly at the end of the game made some you know really big plays. Yeah. Um, you know, and he hey he ended up with seven assists again. Now now. Six turnovers is too much, but seven assists is pretty nice. Yeah, and I don't have it in front of me, but I'm very curious to see how many of those turnovers um, were in the first half versus the second. Because I think in the second yeah. half, he played a lot better. I do, too. Yeah, and I think they did as a team, too. I think they settled in a little little, little better in the second half than they were in the first half, uh, just in general. Um, you know, and, and a lot of times, too. The, you know, the, the player that's credited with the turnover, and, I, and I'm not saying him in particular in this, but – you know, you'll you'll make a, a a pass that's really a pretty nice pass, and the guy just won't get there. You know, and you and the turnovers on you. Well, it was mm-hmm. a pretty nice pass. He just didn't make the play. So so there, you know, there's a lot of that too when you see you know, when you see a guy with a lot of turnovers sometimes. Sometimes. 
Yeah, and the, one of those in particular, I remember, you know, in that UTEP game was from Jelly uh, trying to get dish it off to KJ Buff, and KJ was thinking that Jelly was going for the shot, you know, and I right. can't remember if that. I think that was in the first half, but it was one of those like, you know, very quickly Jelly looked at KJ and threw his arms out like, why weren't you ready? And KJ was like, well, I thought you were gonna. And, and that's also too, you know, it was still early on in the game, um, and they were trying to gel together, and. and I don't want to make excuses, but that's a quick turnaround going from San Antonio all the way to El Paso within a what, 24 hour or well, no, within a two day time frame. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and I know I don't want to make that because, you know, we're about to get into, you know, the tournament where you're going to play every day, hopefully. Um, right. But I don't know. I, I've never been on that trip to El Paso. But from what I hear, it's a it's a pretty long. Uh, <laughs> it's the same oh, yeah. state, but it's a long travel. Oh yeah, it's it's yeah, it takes you yeah yeah. You better pack a lunch to get out there. You're gonna, you'll be gonna be out there a while, but it, but it's great when you get. To, I love El Paso, but yes. um, but yeah, I mean it's it's not a, it's that's not an easy trip, and and this you know, but you you know every everybody does it, and mm-hmm. you just you know just have to you know you have to make do and you know make it work, and and uh, you know they did, and that's the bottom line. They did. It doesn't matter. You know, again, you can nitpick all you want, and as a coaching staff, you better be nitpicking. And as a as a players, you better be nitpicking because that's how you get better. But from the outside looking in, to me, it's a it, that you're you're into your surviving advance mode of 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 playing. You know, right. right now, you just you just do the stuff that it takes to do to win the game, and then you um, <laughs> go to practice the next day and 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 try to fix the stuff that wasn't good, and you move on. I mean, that's, that's that's all you can do, and that's all you really need to do right now. That's it. I mean, and we're going to get into the uh, UTSA game in a little bit, but just looking a little more at that UTEP game. I mean, look, you're you're down seven at the half. Nothing's working right. You're not shooting too. You're not shooting great. You're turning the ball over left and right. You're able to go in the locker room, regroup, come out on fire on a quick run, and end up winning by three. So you you outscore UTEP forty-two to thirty-two in that second half. And, and let's face it, man. Sule Boom for UTEP. I mean, that was their offense really the whole game. He mm-hmm. ended up with, oh, I had a, yeah, 26, 26 points. Yeah. Nobody else was in double. Oh, wait, no, somebody on the, okay, Kennedy. Yeah, and Kennedy. that was the guy that came back for the first time since December, which I didn't even realize he's been out that long. But right. he was the only other guy in double digits. I mean, it was really Sule Boom, but it was the Sule Boom show for the UTEP Miners. And we knew that going in. You know, we knew how good he was. We knew he led the conference in points per game, but. I thought overall UAB did a good job um, on defense. Is that is that fair to say? Is no, I think say? so. I think they played well defensively. I, I, I want to see more steals, though. I, we haven't seen many steals lately. Yeah, and and but um, yeah, but I mean, I, I thought they played okay. I mean, you know, not as you know, not as many steals and not the turnovers. You know, uh, the, uh, UTEP only turned the ball over eight times, and you got to, you know. For UAB to have success, they need to have more than that. You know, they yeah. need to you know force and get a lot of points off those turnovers. Uh, so you know that that you know could have been better, uh, but uh, but that's okay. I mean, that's you know again. But you know, you look at though, uh, you know, they only forced eight turnovers, but they got fourteen points off that off, off those turnovers. Yeah. You know, and and UTEP forced you know had seventeen forced seventeen turnovers and only got thirteen points off those seventeen turnovers. Yes. So so the points turned it. You know, UAB was able to turn their turnovers. You know, the UTEP's turnovers into points. That's huge. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's you know because 
it's pretty it's pretty demeaning or it's pretty not demeaning it's pretty uh what's the word i'm thinking of it, it it's kind of deflating for, deflating, for a yeah. team when when you're turning a team over you know and then you have a bunch of empty possessions after the turnover because mm-hmm. because you know you're sitting there you're turning them over and you're turning them over and you're turning them over but you're getting nothing out of it that's that can deflate you a little bit you know um and and so um, that's that's a that's a important stat in this game, really. That that the turnovers didn't turn into as many points, you know, as as they could have. You know, the seventeen turnovers, and 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 that's pretty um, efficient to get eight turnovers and turn those into fourteen points. You know, so uh, I mean, that's a bucket almost every turnover. Right, and it's another pretty, huge pretty thing. And another huge thing, too, Steve, was just second-chance points. You look at the rebounds. <laughs> My God, UTEP only had five offensive rebounds that whole game compared to UAB having 14 and 42 total rebounds. And that just yeah. goes back to what you were talking about earlier. you got to give kudos to the guys down low, like Trey Jemison. I mean, he may have only had eight points, but that guy, buddy, was down there rebounding the whole game. You know, three yeah. offensively and nine defensive rebounds for a total of 12 rebounds. Um, and, and, and of those eight points, I feel like a couple of those were dunks. And it was just so good to see him finish down low, you know. And that's something, you know, that he struggled with at times, too. You know, going back to the North Texas game, I, I remember definitely that he missed a wide open dunk. But he was definitely able to take advantage, uh, you know, this week in both games, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And that's, and that's that's huge. Moving forward, you know, going forward, especially because, you know, a lot of what you look at right now is is – what it's going to mean to you going forward. And yes. if you can keep him, you know, uh, being productive down there and, and, and you're right, and you're right, finishing, not necessarily scoring a lot of points, but finishing the opportunities and creating other opportunities and being Don't aggressive for guys. Yes. Right. So if he gets an offensive rebound and, and, you know, doesn't, doesn't get the put back, but throws it back out and that possession turns into a, uh, you know, to a, either a three or a two, but turns into a basket, then that's that's basically the same thing as him finishing up, you know. And yeah. so, um, so that's yeah. You need gonna need a lot of that going forward. You know, there's there's gonna be games, you know, there's gonna be games. To me, um, conference tournament games are always such a grind mm-hmm. because because you are tired at the end of the season, you are beat up at the end of the season. Then you have to go back to back to back. You know, you have to play, you know, three nights in a row if you're like you know fortunate. For if you're not. Um, and you have to find ways to just grit, you know, grit out or get out a win, you know, yeah. and it isn't always going to be pretty, you know, you're going to have to, um, you know, you're going to have to be fortunate, but you're going to have to have, you know, make plays, you know, I mean, it's just, the, the, it's such a fine line. I mean, you look at the, uh, you know, I, I always think back to, um, to the 2015, uh, um, 15 tournament when when it went when in Birmingham mm-hmm. and that first game against West Kentucky. Oh, yeah. You know, what if that guy hits that shot from the corner? Mm. You know, I mean, and he could have. I mean, yeah. it was, you know, and first off, why they didn't get just go down to Kevin Fant, who was killing UAB oh, all day, and then gave it to that cat in the corner. I didn't quite understand that. But, you know, what if the shot goes in? I mean, it's such yeah. a fine line, you know, and then things change, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, just, just your whole – uh, story changes, you know, so you're going to have to find ways during, you have to find ways to a tournament to pull things out, to pull mm-hmm. games out. And, you know, maybe if he keep doing that, that's going to be, that's going to be big, you know, in, in this tournament and going forward. 
Definitely. And it's encouraging to see UAB pull out two in, two in a row, you know, on the road in conference. But that's very encouraging uh, to see for this ball team. And hopefully they can get another one this Wednesday night um, on the road in Hattiesburg at Southern Miss, you know, make it three in a row, but just gut out wins, find a way to win. And that's, you know, something that North Texas definitely has done this year, but also in the conference tournament, you know, last year. I, I really think that, um, well, obviously, you know, I thought UAB was really good last year, but I thought, you know, Charles Massey and Western Kentucky, I thought they were the best team in Conference USA last year. But North Texas, hey, they came in right. and played four days in a row. Like, they didn't get mm-hmm. a quarterfinal ball. They played four days in a row and were able to um, just gut out every single of those four, every single one of those four wins to advance to the tournament. So definitely uh, just encouraging to see UAB get two in a row um, on the road. Um, but just, hey, we'll take a one-point win. Be, it may be ugly, but as long as we get the dub, that's really yeah. all that matters. Uh, one other quick thing, too, that I noticed um, – you know, coming off of these two games against UTSA and UTEP was that UAB shot their free throws a lot better, you know, this week than they did the past week. Um, and, and this is on the road, too. Now, granted, they only got to the line 12 times um, in El Paso. But, hey, you hit 10 to 12 for 83 percent, right. you know. And that, I mean, that, make, that makes it more important to shoot well. If you don't get there much, you better make them. You know? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I mean, you better make them. I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're 10 to 12 and. You know, uh, UTEP, what, what UTEP ended up, what? Uh, uh, oh, they, they had, like, they, double they, that, they, yeah. <laughs> Let me um, see. They were, uh, oh, they were 9 of 16. Oh, wow. 9 of 16. 56. So, so, and I think Sule Boom was, like, a 90% free throw shooter. He missed, like, four free throws. Yeah, yeah. So so look at that. I mean, that's a difference in a win and loss. Just like the North Texas thing was a difference in a win and loss for UAB shooting free throws at home. So, good point. Oh, I mean, it's uh, it, oh, free throws, that's another thing moving forward. That's, you know, that that determines that that determines winners, man. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. And and so um yeah, it was nice to see that and you got to keep that up. Definitely. And then going to the UTSA game, uh UAB was 15 of 21 from the free throw line for 71.4%. Um, let, let's just talk a little bit about this uh, UTSA game, too, before we move on. Um, just, hey, double-digit win on the road. It's uh, We'll take it. Uh, K.J. Buffin played a hell of a game, 16 points, uh, shot 50% from the field, and hit four of five from the free throw line. UAB, you know, another really sloppy game, kind of like the UTEP game, not as sloppy. Um, let's see, the turnovers in that ball game. UAB only had 12, um, but they were able to force the Roadrunners into 18 turnovers. And I, I remember explicitly, you know, the, the announcer on ESPN Plus was like, this isn't even a challenging full-court breast. I can't believe UTSA. Kind of not even giving UAB any credit at all. Um, right. But, but hey, a really good defensive effort for UAB Thursday night. And, I, I mean, that that's what we need to see you know, going forward. Because it's like you mentioned earlier, Steve, this is a defensive first team, UAB is. If we can just get that defense right, force the other team into a bunch of turnovers, make some of our shots, and don't turn the ball over ourselves, you know, I feel really confident that, hey, we can go in there and win in the star. Yeah, no, I think so. I mean, I think absolutely. But, you know, I I do think it's going to take uh, contributions from everybody. You know, I don't yes. think this is going to be, you know, I don't think it's going to be not, not, not that there can't be a game in the tournament that the jelly show <laughs> jelly show or, or so, even somebody else, you know, even if it's, if it's, um, you know, Quan Jackson or, or, or whoever, I mean, it, you know, it, it, but it, you don't need that. You need right now, you need to spread it around, you know, yeah. and, 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 and Hey, jelly's good enough. Uh, to do that, Quan Jackson is good enough to do that to to take over games, you know, with his defense and 
and turning those into points. But, you know, I'd rather see when those type of things where it's spread out and guys are, you know, a lot of guys are getting involved and, and, um, you know, I think that's kind of how you're going to win this thing. Definitely. And the good thing, you know, coming out of the UTSA game was four different guys were in double figures. You know, you look at KJ, like right. I mentioned, 16, Trey Jemison, 10, Jelly had 14, and Taven Lovin, you know, coming off of the bench with 10. And that monster dunk he had in that game in San Antonio. Um, You know, Taven, that's one of the guys that I would really like to see, you know, try to not step up more because he stepped up in different games, but maybe – be more consistent, if, if that makes sense. Because, you know, we know Taven, you know, from the last couple of years, this dude can play. And for oh, some gosh. reason, I don't I, I don't know what well, it is. Like, I, I mean, I, I still contend he's the best player in this team. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 hey, Jelly Walker's had the best season, and he's tremendous, tremendous. Mm-hmm. But I, I still think, you know, and to, to me, the, the Taven Lovin is the most talented guy in his team. I mean, he's been, I mean, he can take over a game, you know, and, and I do think that they, they need to find some ways to feature him a little more. I've said that kind of for, you know, a long time, you know, <laughs> right. Um, but, uh, but, you know, he, he, he can take over and I, you know, and, and I do sort of feel like there's going to be a game in the tournament where he just, he does that and they get him, you know, they get it to him in positions where he can do that and he's going to, take over you know and and so um but that's a good thing i mean they have a lot of guys that um that can't have those type of nights you know yeah. and, and and you just sort of have to find ways to feature who needs to be featured that night you know for for to kind of play off what they're giving you and say okay well this is what we can do and this right. is what we're gonna do and um so you need to find a way to do that and you know uh moving forward you know in into this tournament Definitely. Well, again, you know, you may be able to get two W's on the road in Conference USA play again, defeating the UTSA Roadrunners 68 to 56 and UTEP 69 to 66. So good um, for our UAB Blazers. Now, heading into the last week of the regular season, UAB does have two final games. Uh, The first one being uh, Wednesday night in Hattiesburg. At 7 o'clock p.m. Central Time, and this game will be televised on ESPN+. And the final home game, um, Saturday at 2 o'clock p.m. Hopefully you all can make it down to Bartow Arena to cheer on the Blazers on Senior Day. Um, But if you can't, that game is actually going to be televised on stadium. So, Steve, let's, let's just talk just a couple minutes about these two games. I mean... UAB has already beaten both of these teams. You know, UAB uh, defeated just a few weeks ago, beat uh, Southern Miss by uh, double digits in Bartow Arena. Um, Just really looking at the team for Southern Miss, uh, (laughs) you've got to be prepared uh, to be able to guard uh, Tyler Stevenson uh, for Southern Miss. Um, He's averaging 14 and a half points per game. He actually scored 24 points uh, a few weeks ago in Bartow. Um, But the thing for him, this I just noticed is that he hasn't played the last two games. And I tried, you know, doing my prep for this uh, podcast. I tried to see what's I don't know if it's an injury or if it's COVID related or what the deal is. But um, there's a chance UAB might see Southern Miss without him. Um, I hope they're still preparing for him because, I mean, really, he is that Southern Miss team. Pinckney also can play well, um, but really UAB is going to have to focus on doing what they didn't do uh, the previous matchup uh, and trying to stop Stevenson. Yeah, no, I think that's the key if he plays, no doubt. But uh, I think it's just one of those games where, 
you know, UAB's just got to kind of take care of themselves too. I mean, I think yeah. that, um, you know, it certainly take care of themselves, do what they, they're capable of doing. I think they'll come out of there with a win. You know, uh, uh, you know, that, you know, again, they've, they've, you know, they've struggled. Now they struggle mm-hmm. to do that at times, obviously, as we know and seen and, um, you know, gnashed our teeth over a few times, <laughs> and, you know, um, right. so, you know, but, but I think if they go in there and take care of business, it, you know, it, uh, they'd come out with a win. You know, it certainly won't be a tough atmosphere. No, uh, I don't think anybody you know, will be there. Yeah. No, I mean it'll be it'll be empty in uh, <laughs> that old that old building, which I just absolutely love. Yeah, love hey, Southern Miss is on to baseball season. You look at their fans. Yeah, they're, they're just talking about baseball now. Yeah, which is understandable, you know. So well, uh, but you know, go in there, take care of business, and you know, and then come back for a big one on Saturday. Definitely, definitely. Hey, real quick on baseball, I hate to throw this in. Shout out to Casey Dunn and the boys. Yeah, man, yeah, getting a sweep Great over start. Northwestern and taking two out of three against Southeastern Louisiana. Hey, heck Great of a start. start. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Now, mo- now moving on to Saturday, uh, we know this is going to be a toughie. You know, but with La Tech coming into Bartow, it's always a tough matchup with La Tech, especially with uh, a Lofton Jr. down there, uh, down low for the Bulldogs. But Hey, if you can try and stop Loft, and I know I said try, the way Trey Jemison has been playing these last couple weeks, Steve, down low, if he can just somehow body up Loft in a few times and get some extra rebounds, I, I think UAB can get the sweep over the Bulldogs, you know, to beat them twice this year. And it would be great to do. And definitely, you know, I mean, there, hey, there's a chance if UAB wins Wednesday night in Hattiesburg, and Louisiana Tech loses Wednesday night against ODU. I mean, that's a big if. I mean, if UAB can go ahead and lock up that uh, number two seed, you know, <laughs> without even playing the game. I mean, I actually saw somebody on Twitter. I believe it was Auburn Blazer, I think, or somebody said that regardless if we um, – as long as we win, you know, even if we win Wednesday against Southern Miss, it really doesn't matter what happens. UAB would get the tiebreaker over Louisiana Tech. But but I would nonetheless like to finish it on the hardwood and get these two W's. But hey, it all starts with stopping Lofton Jr. down low for the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs. Yeah, and I think that the one thing, the one mistake I thought that Louisiana Tech did in the first game, first matchup with UAB was they didn't force the issue with Lofton in the first half, I didn't feel like. I, they I didn't. Feel like, uh, you know, now Part you know, of it they, too, though, was they got in that big hole quick too. Though they, they were trying, yeah, yeah. yeah but the, but I, I mean, you, you got a whole game to play. You don't, you know, <laughs> there's no such thing as a you know 16 point shot. You know, so right. you just kind of keep plugging away. And you know, I thought in the second half they just were determined to that they were they were going to run their offense through him. And and UAB had didn't have a good answer for him in that second half. No, he's you know, good. I mean, that, that was the difference in the, in the first and second half in that game. Unfortunately, UAB had enough to, to win the game. But, uh, you know, I think that you're going to see this Saturday, I think what you're going to see is, that, you know, Lofton's going to be your number one, two, and three option right away, yeah. you know. I mean, Definitely. I think, you know, and, and so UAB's going to have to find a way to uh, – to, to, you know, to give Jim some help. Cause that's the other thing. If you, you know, if you get him in, in foul trouble quick, oh. that's, that's huge. You know, that, that, that's huge. So UAB is going to have to find a way to, to, to help. And, and I would be shocked and just, just shocked if, if, if they don't 
immediately just start pounding the ball down the loft. You know, yeah, uh, maybe start before the game starts. Maybe, <laughs> maybe when you come out of warm ups, that's all you do. You just hey, don't let the rest. Just... Don't let the rest know that they'll start the game with Trey with three fouls already. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. They they will. But you know, and not that. Hey, there's a lot of other talented players on, on Louisiana Tech. But I just think that to me, uh, it's it's pretty obvious that that you know what you need to do is is establish him right away because I, I didn't I didn't think UAB had a great answer against him in that second half. Uh, yeah, now, if 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 it's officiated, I mean, he gets away with a lot now. He does, and, man. Um, and, he does. And, and if they let him, you know, shuffle his feet and and create contact and do that kind of stuff, which uh, which they tend to do, then mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot you can do with one guy, you know. So um, they're gonna have to find ways. Um, so, but it'll be fun, man. It'll be, you know, hopefully there'll be a big old crowd there and uh you know let's get this thing loud it'll be you know the same sort of atmosphere as the north texas game was and uh um just see what happens definitely excited for that and hopefully our blazers can finish this year out strong and uh, get a couple more dubs and head into frisco with all the momentum in the world and all everything on the line at the star in frisco um but guys we, we were thinking about doing something for speaking of Frisco um, and we, we need some uh, feedback from our listeners. So just let us know on Twitter or, you know, shoot Steve or me uh, a DM or something on Twitter and let us know what you think. But we were thinking about doing kind of like following the conference USA tournament as, as it goes, like say UAB plays and hopefully in the quarterfinals, we, you know, break down that matchup and then, you know, throw that in your feed for that day. And then immediately the next morning have a semifinal, you know, preview ready for you guys. Just these aren't going to be long episodes. These are going to be short episodes, but just, just let us know what you think. You know, this is something that Steve and I have been kicking around um, from the last couple of weeks uh, about wanting to do um, shoot. Knowing our look, we'll, <laughs> we'll do one and then that might be it. But uh, ho- hopefully that won't be the case. Nah, I feel uh, <laughs> confident. Be confident now. Come on, be confident. Know. I don't know, man. You were talking about Mike Davis earlier, so it kind of got me nervous. <laughs> so uh, be, so, um, be confident now. <laughs> there you go. But guys, let us know what you think. You know, this is something you know we want to do. Um, but like I said, they're not going to be long episodes. But just you know, give us your feedback about what you think. Um, but we will definitely uh, be back next week for basketball to recap what happens in these two games with Southern Miss and Louisiana Tech, and get you ready for Frisco. Uh, but as always, guys, uh, we'll see you next time, and go Blazers.